fucking stadiums and cities. I get more nervous in this room than anywhere else. It's on your radio right now. Do you know how to pop that coochie for a good There you go. It's the world's most dangerous one to show. Got the cameras on my the Yo, 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 yo. Yes, that's right. It's Monday after the holiday. Hope everybody had a great holiday. Now, DJ Envy is still on vacation. It is, it's his daughter's Madison's Sweet 16. So if you look on his Instagram, you get to see all the coordination, all the outfits. They were in Tahiti, I saw, and I guess they're headed to Bora Bora. Uh, Charlemagne, I'm sure, is on his way. You know the drill is back at work on a Monday. And uh, there was a time difference or something, so I think he's running late. No, I don't know if that's why I just said that. But I was actually away. I was in the West Indies in Montserrat. Now, Montserrat is right near Antigua, so we had to fly in there and, th- and then take one of those small little seven-passenger planes about, it's like a 15-minute flight from there. And that's actually where my grandparents are from. So I had a good time. I took my mom there. That was the whole point of going on that vacation because... For my mom, it's like going back home. My grandfather had retired there, but then the volcano erupted back in 1995, so a lot of the island people can't live on. I think about, like, two-thirds of the... uh, A lot of people actually had to flee the island and leave there because of the volcano, and there's parts of the island you still can't go to because it's covered in ash and because the volcano is still active. Now, Charlemagne is here. Good morning, Charlemagne. Yo. You and Envy went to islands, right? Envy on the island now, isn't he? Yeah, he's in... I think he's headed to Bora Bora, I was saying. That's crazy. Y'all took all the change for change money and went on vacation. That is a damn shame. Jesus Christ. Well, now, going to Montserrat won't require all that change for change money. (laughs) (laughs) I went to the island of South Carolina. That's where I was at uh, for Thanksgiving break. But everybody got to get back to their regular routines now. Okay, get back to your protein shakes and your egg whites. Okay, and you know carbs and you know sugars. All right, everybody had a very rough week, I'm sure, as far as the uh, calorie intake. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I did pretty good while I was away. Only thing is that I brought some of my friends with me and we did have some drinks. And I drank more than I normally do, but now I've got to get back off of that. Yeah, I definitely didn't do very good. <laughs> Not even a little bit, okay? I definitely had me a couple of days of uh, enjoying myself. But, I mean, that's what Thanksgiving is all about, right? I'm actually doing this 14-day detox uh, starting this weekend. Just, you know when we had those doctors up here the other day, the holistic doctors, Dr. Am- Amun and um, Jesse and all of them? So they want me to try it. So I'm going to see what, what it does because I've never done a detox before. I feel like I ain't never done radio before. What are you having doing, a week off. I have no idea what the hell's wrong like, with this microphone. What are you doing right now? What are you doing? Calm down. I don't know. This mic is bugging. No, you're bugging. The mic's not doing anything. I'm telling you, it's the microphone. The microphone is properly. Still. Look how far away this is. I don't sit like this. Who did this? I think you're using the wrong mic. No, I'm I'm actually actually not. Oh. Anyway, let's start the show. Yeah, let's do that, please. We are going to start with front page news. As we said, Envy's on vacation, so, you know, our transitions aren't too incredible. Charlemagne's having issues with his mic. But we are going to uh, talk about Black Friday, whose net worth is now $100 billion after Black Friday. Damn, y'all spent that much money on Black Friday that y'all made somebody's net worth go up? Jesus and that's Christ. just one person. Bet you somebody that y'all don't know and somebody that won't do nothing for your damn community. But you made them rich. Well, damn. Okay. Yes. Front page news. It's the Breakfast Club. What Front page you? news. Okay, what are we talking about, Charlamagne? So you I could think throw we to start me. off with sports scores. Yes. Right? Okay. Okay. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's a bunch of NFL scores that I don't even care about, to be honest with you. How are the Cowboys doing so far? I don't know. I've been boycotting all year. I stay with Cap. So they're not I, doing I, too I, good. I don't know anything. I don't know anything about football. Well, let's talk about Black Friday. Mm-hmm. After uh, Black Friday, the founder and CEO of Amazon, their shares rose, and now his net worth is one hundred point three billion dollars. The founder of what? 
Amazon. Oh, okay. That makes sense because everybody cyber shops, right? Yeah, so Amazon stock, actually today's Cyber Monday, but Amazon stock has soared this year and he's benefited. He made $32.6 billion this year alone. Now, what's he going to do? Well, he wants some suggestions. Now, he tweeted a request over the summer. He wants ideas. He wants his philanthropic activity to be helping people in the here and now. So he wants people who need help urgently and will have a lasting impact on them. Kind of similar to, I guess, Bill Gates when he started his giving pledge alongside Warren Buffett. Now, according to uh, figures, they're saying that shoppers spend $5 billion online. And that was on Black Friday, so that's a record. And today's Cyber Monday. So they're expecting that today is going to be even bigger. They expect about $6.6 billion in sales, which will break records. Now, what's the difference between Cyber Monday and Cyber Every Other Day? Because my wife, that's all she does is Well, there's all kind of sales. So what happens is because they know it's Cyber Monday, they try to push people to buy things online right before the holidays, right before Christmas and Kwanzaa and everything. So Cyber Monday, you get all kinds of deals online today. Yeah, man, a lot of malls have been undone. I was in uh, Norfolk. Mall in Charleston, South Carolina over the past weekend. It looked like a desert. Yeah, people are shopping online a whole lot more. They're saying it's making it a lot more difficult for retailers in, in the mall. I still like going to buy things in person and making sure I see what it looks like and all of that. So I make time for that for when I buy presents. All right, now let's talk about your spot, Massage Envy. I don't know if you saw this report, Charlamagne. I did see that spot. Because I know you and Envy both enjoy going to Massage I Envy. I love Massage Envy. You hear me? Drop one of the clues bombs from Massage Envy, damn it. Well, now there's about 180 different allegations of sexual assault from customers of the franchise. And the stories are very similar of what people are saying happened when they tried to report these stories. They said rather than referring reports to the law enforcement at the spa, it appears that they are trying to deal with customers specifically so they don't call the police. So really what they try to do is defuse the situation so the client doesn't call the police. They said you don't want cop cars showing up at your location the next day. But the women's stories are all very similar. They were loyal customers because Massage Envy is based on a monthly membership model. They considered the trips to the spa as welcome in their busy lives. And then what happened is they realized they were being assaulted. They tried to report the crimes and local management would not facilitate reporting those incidents to the police and the parent company would not try to step in and help. I want to hear details though. Like I want to hear like what was the sexual assault? Like, I want to know exactly what happened because I am on record as saying that when I go to get a massage, if I don't get an erection, I don't feel like it was a good massage. What they're saying is that this business is uh, very conducive to that just because when you get a massage, your guard is down completely. You don't expect something like that to happen. And people that have issues like that took advantage. I want to know where you get touched at when you're getting a massage so you know that I I guess it's inappropriate because you want your glutes rubbed a little bit, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, one woman, Susan Ingram, uh, she said she was assaulted back in 2015. The therapist was sent to prison, actually, before between six and a half and 13 years for assaulting her. And he confessed that he needed help. So he said that when he got arrested. He said, I need help. Mm. So there you have it. Uh, you know. What does that mean for massage envy? They shutting down? Or? I don't know what's going to happen there, but I think that they're going to have to figure out what they can do about these uh, therapists who are assaulting these women and these women, when they try to report these crimes, they're trying to talk them out of it. Well, I'm demanding half off of my membership every month, immediately. Okay, starting the day. Clearly, it's a big issue. I'm calling them and asking them what's up with these sexual harassment claims. Can I get half off of my membership? Okay? All right. Okay. I've never been to a massage envy, so uh, that is your front page news. Now, what do we do next? Now we do uh, tell them... Get, so it get off, off your, your chest. chest. So you yes. get to tell us why you're mad when or why you you're blessed. I'm sorry. We've been off for a week. I have no clue. I'm just getting back into the swing of things. Yes, get it off your chest. Yes. Maybe you had a crazy time with the family during the holidays, or maybe you had a great time and you want to say what a great time you had. Maybe you your family's still trying to make you eat Thanksgiving leftovers and it's Monday. They don't care about you. They want you to die. Okay? 1-800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. You want to vent. Call us right now. It's The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, good morning. Hey, Ying. Hey. Oh, is this Trav? Yes, it is. How oh, you doing? Trav, get it off your chest. Are you feeling blessed or are you mad? I'm feeling blessed. Hey, Charlemagne. Peace, sis. What's happening? There ain't nothing much. How y'all been doing? You sound happy, Trav. You sound like you're happy with Charlemagne. I am happy. I've been off for a week. I forgot how to do my job, but go continue, Traff. <laughs> I wanted to call and spread some positivity. I just wanted to let y'all know that um, I donated um, a yellow telethon. It was only $5, but 
you know, I donated just every, to let y'all know. Every little thing counts. Those little $5 donations add up to a lot, Trav. Okay? We, appreciate we appreciate you, Trav. That. I know you did. You were a real supporter, man. And I think y'all are awesome. I keep, you know, hope y'all keep doing y'all thing. And whenever I come to New York, Charlamagne, I want you to sign my book. I got you, Whenever my I brother. get there. Man, I know. Keep doing y'all thing, and I love y'all, and I'm going to keep on listening to y'all, man. We love you, too, Jeff. Sounds so refreshed. That, that made me nice. feel good What's for the first on? phone call back, all right? <laughs> y'all have a good one. Now, Breakfast Club listeners, I need y'all to return the form and slander us. Now, who's this? Fabian. Good morning, Fabian. Tell us uh, what you want to get off your chest Sound this like morning. Sounds like something from the new Star Wars movie coming out. <laughs> this morning, I'm, I'm definitely blessed. Blessed. Had a wonderful Thanksgiving weekend. Didn't run into any of that crazy traffic on 85 South on the way back. So definitely a blessed weekend. But I want to share some, share some stuff to Charlemagne about what happened in that massage parlor. Talk to me. Uh-oh, massage envy. I, I, yeah, I got friends who, you know, who enjoy it because that's their part of their lifestyle. But what's happening with these women is they got these guys in there that will massage their thighs and stuff like that. And that thumb goes a little too far north. And, if, you know, if you're with it, you're with it. And other things happen after the fact with that as well for those people that are with it. But oh, some girls are getting some fingered. Women some women are getting fingered yeah. in massage envy. That, you know, that me. happened on an episode of Sex in the City. Exactly. That's exactly what's going on. But my friend and her friends and stuff like that, they're with it. So, therefore, they continue on. Some, I guess some women wouldn't like it. Well, you know what? That's exactly why whenever they ask me, do I want a male masseuse or a female masseuse, I say female. Uh, of course. I don't want no dude hands on me either. <laughs> exactly. Guys, I have a nemesis. Guys are disgusting. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Well, thank you for letting us know, Fabian. All right. Well, call us up and tell us what you want to get off your chest after this holiday weekend. Call us up. It's also Cyber Monday. 1-800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Get it. Pick up the mother, mother phone and dial your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So you better have the same energy. Yeah. Good morning. It's time to get it off your chest. Who's this? Good morning, man. Sleepy. Hey, Sleepy. Sleepy. That's how everybody, that's how everybody feels the Monday uh, after vacation, okay? Your name is very now, fitting, I'm just, sir. I'm just getting out of work, man. Getting off that, off that clock, and I mean uh, that money. Hold on. So is your name Sleepy or you was just telling us you were Sleepy? Both of them right now. Okay. Right now, his name happens to be Sleepy. <laughs> How was your holiday? Now, it was cool. It was cool, you know. Sat there and ate food, you know. Why are you calling us? Everybody sat and ate food. Well, what's up? Oh, oh, I'm, oh I'm mad because, you know, my side piece, a.k.a. bottom, you know, she left me. Good, you know. Congratulations. Well, maybe because she wasn't the main chick. Well, yeah, I mean, it wasn't like it was another chick there. It's just that, you know, I didn't want her. We used to be together. We wasn't together no more. And, you know, I was still dealing with her here and there, you know. And I was even more mad because my best friend, which is probably listening right now, she went and gave her the advice. She told her to leave you? It's the ho- sir, it's the holiday season. Every side chick is getting advice to leave their dude around this time of year, okay? You didn't get invited to Thanksgiving dinner. You're probably not going to get her nothing for Christmas. She wants to bring in something new for the new year, sir. I'm just more mad because she ain't, you know I mean? She ain't paid the Verizon bill. True, why would true, she, true, Why true. would she be paying your bill? What benefit is that to her? I mean, it was benefits to me. I mean, she was getting a free ride. That's what you know? bottom chicks do. Bottom chicks pay little bills like that. I understand well, what you're coming from. Now, how was she getting a free ride? What do you mean? Oh, I would pick up from work. You know, I would look out for her, you know. Listen. I would still play my part. You know, she could sleep over. You know, I would uh, I would do a lot for her. My brother, you're acting like a rookie right now. This is a slight casualty of the holiday war. She'll be back after Valentine's Day. So, so. you're acting like you just sad because of the Verizon bill. you sad because you're going to miss her. For a little bit. Bro, it's the holiday right season. You're not. This is not side chick season anyway. <laughs> She'll be back after Valentine's. You should have broke up oh, with you're her. Right, Sean, stop, man, you're right. You're stop acting like a rookie, bro. You know what this is. Have a blessed day. You already know. But when you already best, know. When his best friend says you need to leave him alone, we already know. If even she's saying it. All right. Well, good luck though. <laughs> Sleepy. Good morning. Get it off your chest. Who's this? Yo, this is James. What up, James? What you want to get off your chest? You mad or you hey, blessed? I'm super blessed. Uh, my wife and I have been married six years. We're about to have our very first child together. Wow, congratulations, congratulations. my brother. Congratulations. That's yeah, huge. Man. Yeah, man. So drop one of the cool bombs for us, damn it. Drop one. Well, first of all, we got to make sure it's yours. All right, before no, we drop. No, trust me, it's mine. <laughs> it is nobody else's, trust me. We've been together six years. We've been trying for the last two. That's and awesome. We got it working. We'll drop one of Clues Bombs for you and your wife, man. Congratulations, yeah. bro. I'm, I'm, I'm working on number three right now. Yeah, I heard, man. I'll be listening to the radio, man. I'm happy for you. I hope you get exactly what you're looking for in that boy. Oh, Shut I will, because there's this thing called in vitro. So I'm going to make sure. Yeah, I know. I, listen, I hear you say it all the time. I said you go for it, man. My man. <laughs> three girls. 
Not with in vitro, baby. Okay, I'm going to rig this fight. This next fight is fixed. You ain't even got to worry about that. I'm getting me a little boy. Now, yeah, you got a rumor report coming up? All right, well, let's talk about that because Chrissy Teigen is has some big news as well. Also, we'll be talking about Al Sharpton, Meek Mill. What's going on with Meek Mill while he's in prison? And Colin Kaepernick has something to say as well. All right, it's the world's most dangerous morning show. We back on a Monday, baby. Bear with us, okay? We just getting our bearings. It's The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Yes, it's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Charlemagne the God, Angela Yee, DJ Envy is on vacation. Uh, I have forgot to do my job. I've forgotten how to do my job. But I think I'm getting back into the swing of things. Uh, Yee, let's talk about people getting their club shot up. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Well, congratulations to Chrissy Teigen and John Legend. They are expecting to have their second baby. Drop on the clues bombs for Chrissy Teigen and John Legend, damn it. And their daughter Luna is so cute. Now, she confirmed on Instagram uh, with the video of their daughter Luna. Here's what happened. Luna, what's in here? Baby. Is it a baby? Yes, so congratulations. Oh. Isn't that cute? Listen, I got baby fever too. I'm trying to have my third child right now. I need me a son. And I'm going to rig that fight in vitro all day, baby. Well, Kevin Hart and Aniko Hart also had their baby. Their I baby boy that. has arrived, Kenzo Cash Hart. Now, Kevin Hart said God is truly amazing. Kenzo Cash Hart was born at 1.45 a.m. He is healthy and already smiling. Thank you all for your prayers. We love and appreciate you. Kevin got what, two sons, one daughter, three sons, one daughter? What is it? I don't know. He got, I, I think he has one daughter. And you got two sons now. So that lets me know Kev was not a hoe in a past life. Is that what that means? That's what that means. When you get a bunch of daughters, that means that you are a hoe in a past life. That's why I have two daughters, and that's why I'm rigging my third fight. All right. Mm -hmm. Well, he posted a little poem for the baby, for Kenzo. He said, you are a little miracle, our beautiful baby boy. We pray you'll feel so safe in love, surrounded by our joy. For we are blessed to hold you close and feel your beating heart. This little life we hope for, how wonderful you are. Well, congrats to Kev and his his wife, Nico. Salute to Kev, too. He donated donated to Change for Change. He sure did. Yes. Now, Colin Kaepernick says that he has spoken to Meek since Meek Mill has been incarcerated most recently. He said he wants people to know regardless of his unjust situation, he's in good spirits and humbled by the support the people have shown him will continue to fight against the harsh sentencing practices that have affected Meek and millions of other people of color for generations. Al Sharpton has also spoken out. Now he says that he believes that he wants to get the judge, Janice Brinkley, replaced. And he also wants to pressure authorities in Pennsylvania on what he thinks is too stiff of a punishment for Meek Mill. So he said he helped negotiate with the warden at the Clinton Correctional Facility in New York in the 90s to get Tupac released from solitary confinement. So he feels like he has that experience that will help Meek Mill out in Pennsylvania. Mm. All right. So that's Meek Mill. Now, Jay-Z has canceled another date on his tour. So if you are in Lincoln, Nebraska... Jay-Z will not be there. Now, we told you previously he had canceled the show in Fresno. And that's all because the production crew said it was impossible to set up the screens in the Pinnacle Bank Arena. That's why they had to cancel that show. So all tickets will be refunded at the point of purchase. He said the tour is too important to me to do it halfway. I have to cancel the show. I respect you guys too much to take the money and run Peace Hope. I think I'm going to go see Hope tonight in Brooklyn at the Barclays Center. I think. I need to get my life together. We've been off for a week. I don't know if I deserve to go to the Can you handle it? Yeah. All right, Mariah Carey has also been forced to cancel three upcoming concerts. Now, that is because of doctor's orders. Doctor's like, look, you can't sing no more. Please sit your ass down somewhere. Now, her dates, November 27th, November 28th, and December 1st have been canceled. So her tour will resume on December 2nd at the Beacon Theater in New York City, and it ends December 22nd at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace in Vegas. She's going to have 11 tour stops. She said, I hope everyone had a wonderful Thanksgiving with loved ones. It's certainly nice to remember what we are grateful for. Like most, I'm thankful for my overall health, for which I need a bit more time to get right. Doctors have ordered a few extra days of rest before I can finally fly to New York and take the stage for my Christmas tour. While this news disappoints me to share, I'm grateful to be on the mend and for the support from all of you. Oh, what was wrong with Mariah? What happened to her? She had an upper respiratory infection. What's that? A cold? It's an infection. A flu? Yeah, it's probably uh, kind of like, it's worse than a cold. Man, drink a little Theraflu, you be all right, man. But you can't sing and perform with, with your respiratory okay, infection. You can't the, do that. If that's the excuse we're using now, Mariah, fine. Okay, I'll go with it. She does love the holidays, though, and Mariah's Christmas album always does really well. Christmas so, album is fine. That don't mean you got to be on stage live singing it, especially well, when your voice isn't the same. Well, she will be on stage. 
she's going to actually resume on December 2nd. She's just okay. missing the first three dates. So All she right. still does have 11 dates. We know how this is going to play out. She's going to perform December 2nd. The jokes will be flying December 3rd because she'll be giving a shabby performance because her vocals just aren't what they used to be. You'll see. Remember your Uncle Charlotte told you. All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. Yes, and uh, coming up, we have front page news up next. And the only reason I know that is because they held up a sign to tell me because I have no idea what is going on in this room this morning because I just got back from work. I know the rest of y'all feel that way. It's hard to get back in the swing of things when you've been off for a week. Jesus. It's The Breakfast Club. It's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Charlemagne the God, Angela Yee, DJ Envy is on vacation. I actually finally tasted a French vanilla Ciroc this week. I thought about it just now because we were playing French Montana's record. What made you taste that? It was lying around. Oh, you oh. know what? Oh, no, and they bought a bottle up here last week. But then it was uh, it was, it was at, at my man's crib in South Carolina, so I decided to taste it. How I, was it? I'm just not in the sugary drinks. That's not my thing. So no go? Not for me. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not in the sugary drinks of any kind. I like, you probably could mix that with ginger ale. They call that a cream soda. I heard that. Now, I heard a lot of women saying that. You mix it with ginger ale right. and they like it. That's a cream soda. Or some people do it with Coke, so it's like a vanilla Coke kind yes. of thing. But no Ciroc promo. This is not a Ciroc promo. Just it sounded you, like one. Telling you that we just drink. I drank it. Okay. Now, you got front page news, G? Yes. We're talking about Centoya Brown. Now, I'm sure over the holidays you guys all saw... A lot of people hashtagging free Centoya Brown. She was only 16 years old when she killed a Tennessee real estate agent who solicited her for sex. And she was sentenced to life in prison for that. Now, she had ran away from home. After that, she was living with her 24-year-old boyfriend. She said that boyfriend abused her, raped her, threatened to kill her, and forced her into a life of drug use and sex work. He would explain to me that some people were born whores and that I was one and I was a slut and nobody wanted me but him. And the best thing I could do was just learn to be a good whore. That's what she testified back at a 2012 hearing that was looking for a new trial for her. Now, in August of 2004, she killed Johnny Mitchell after he paid her for sex. Now, her first trial argued that she was a victim of sex trafficking and she acted in self-defense. But according to prosecutors, they're saying that her motive was robbery, given that she took money and two of his guns after she shot him. Now, she says that she took that cash and those firearms because she was scared to return to her pimp with nothing. Mm, that which is actual and factual. Actually if makes you, a lot of if sense. If you return to your pimp with nothing, your pimp going to beat your ass. Right. So she was tried as an adult and she was only uh, 16 years old and she was convicted of first degree murder. So... Uh, you know, and basically they did this whole documentary. I don't know if you guys saw it back in 2011, Me Facing Life, the Centoya Brown story that aired on PBS. And also that's when they said that she basically was a third generation of violence against women. Her mom and her grandmother were both victims of rape. So a lot of people now are asking for justice for Centoya Brown being tried as an adult sentenced to life in prison for uh, killing a man who solicited sex from her when she felt like her life was threatened. Now, that seems very unjust. That seems like a young lady who never really really got a a fair shot at life, period. Right. I mean, at 16 years old, she was being sex trafficked by a pimp named Cutthroat. That doesn't even sound right. she was drugged and raped repeatedly. It's disgusting. Yeah, so that's, that's who Reverend Al Sharpton need to be going to visit and uh, trying to figure out something with, with her Now, case. Kim Kardashian actually is saying that she's going to be using her lawyer's to go ahead and see what can be done to fix this. She t- tweeted about that. Can she appeal? Uh, yeah, I think she already had a retrial back in 2012. There was a new hearing that was looking for a new trial for her. So basically sounds like she needs some cash for some better lawyers. But I, Yeah, because I don't see why why a judge couldn't see the nuance in that case. Like, that young lady doesn't seem like she needs to be in jail. That young lady seems like, like she, needs she needs to be in some help. type of... Yeah, some type of psychological rehab. She looks, if you look at her, she just looks like such a little baby. That's what I'm saying. It don't, you don't send a, her to prison. What is prison going to do for her? Like, right. she needs, like, some type of sounds psychological like she was rehab. A yes. Her whole life. She's been a victim of circumstance. That's what it sounds like to me. All right, and we're also going to keep our eye on this whole massage envy story. There's over 180 different allegations of sexual assault from customers of that franchise. And what a lot of these customers are saying is that when they did report those crimes, upper management did not want to get involved. They did not want them to go to the police. They basically just tried to defuse the situation so that there were no cops involved. Oh, I have a membership to Massage Envy. I'm going to tell you, you something. Massage is a very sketchy, though, man. It's a very thin line because I'm the type of person, if, if I get a massage and I don't get an erection, I feel like it wasn't a good massage. So massages are very, it's a very thin line between massage and sexual assault. 
I don't know if there's a thin line because I, I've, I've never you, felt sexually assaulted during a massage ever. Hey, you know, you, 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 somebody massaging your leg and then they do you know, all of that. They go up a little far and that thumb get a little close to one of your private parts. Shout out to my masseuse, Q. He does a great job and I've never had an issue. He ever. Get, does, does he get close to your private parts? No, he, he does the great best massage. He actually is a physical therapist, so he's able to get every single night. And then what out. about if you have to uh, get your glutes rubbed? Yeah, he does all that. That's a very thin line. No, it's not. Oh, okay. Well, okay. I would love to know more details about uh, what, what they're calling sexual harassment and massage envy. Well, now, that is your front page news. Yes. Now, when we when we come back, we're, we're going to discuss Ooh. this Cameron and Mace thing. Is this really worth a discussion? Now, I was in Montserrat. I was away for the holidays, and I wasn't really checking my social media too much. But when I did, it was all about Mace versus Cameron. I guess Mace got tired of the little digs that he felt like Cameron was throwing at him and put out a whole song called The Oracle. And Cameron responded within, it was within 24 hours, right? It was within 24 hours. Right. Uh, I, I liked Cam's response. Uh, I see a lot of people saying they didn't like Cam's response. I don't think Cam's response was better than Mace's uh, original freestyle. But I'm a little torn behind this whole situation because on one, on one instance, I'm entertained. Right? But then I'm wondering if I'm entertained just because of nostalgia purposes. And then on the other instance, I'm like, these guys are way too old to be talking about, you know, you're not built like that and see me in the streets and yada, yada, yada. It's like, yo, y'all been beefing for, what, 20 plus years and never arm wrestled? <laughs> like, you, you never would... thumb wrestled? Like, come on, man. You're supposed to keep it on wax, though, you know? Is there really an issue, though? Uh, clearly. I don't know. All right, well, a lot of dirt got thrown, so we'll get all into it, and we'll see what you thought about it. You could weigh in. Well, they want us to play a little something. Listen, I, I'm telling you, I don't know how to do my job this morning. But which one are we going to play first? This is Cam's response off the, the program. Not the response. This is when he first uh, sent a little shot at Mace on the program. Mace call. Say, yo, I'm stuck inside some bitches' house. I'm waiting at the door. Could I hurry up and get them out? What's the address? Homie said Kingsbridge. That was great. I had something in right on Bainbridge. Yeah, we play, but believe it ain't no game, kid. Hopped off the elevator, aiming at that lame lid. I ain't give a damn, yeah, Kim, I was gun-ho. Got this nigga home, and he passed me a hundo. Told him straight up, I ain't feeling him. Let me curb this nigga before I end up killing him. I okay. would make 80K on a lazy day. Then I watch him play Pop Lottie against Baby Maine. At this time, I'm moving heroin to Maryland. They both died. Now, I, I heard that, and I didn't even think nothing of it, but let me translate. Uh, basically, yeah, translate. Mace was in some tr tr trouble in the street. He called Cam for help. Cam and his guys went to hold him down, and then Mace tried to give him $100. Okay. And this is some of Mace's response. Imagine 20 years with a bit of bitch in the same drama. Dane told you do the ish and you don't see Dane karma. K9 on your ass. All right, I'm over. Distraction. Wait, hold up. I'ma paint the picture, let the digging make the caption. Oh, Fars, I'ma digging, that is what really happened. You hear this tone, you know the Mac is in my seat. You see exactly what I see. You know my rap is not for free. You send them digging these up to the hill to trap me in the feet. You singing, we're gonna be no backup bitch with me. I don't know what's going on in there, but I know the pastor doesn't sound happy, and uh, that was actually a great response to whatever came. Now, if you go on Genius.com, actually, Mace broke down. Did you see this? The whole I, breakdown of the Oracle, why he did it? I saw it? some of it, but I, I, I stopped reading. He said he let too much pass, but I'll give you uh, some of that breakdown as we go through the lyrics, and we want you to weigh in as well, 1-800-585-1051. Yeah, I stopped reading when I saw him say he looked better than Jada Kiss. That's why he blew up. I don't know. We'll, we'll talk about it when we come <laughs> back. It's The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club DJ Envy is on vacation and he's missing this conversation about Mace versus Cameron. Now, oh yeah, he's missing a doozy. <laughs> he's really missing out. It all started because Mace felt like Cameron was taking some shots at him on this track. I mean, he didn't feel like it. He actually did. The Mace call said, yo, I'm stuck inside some bitches house. I'm waiting at the door. Could I hurry up and get him out? What's the address? Homie said Kingsbridge. That was great. I had something in right on Bainbridge. Yeah, we play, but believe it ain't no game, kid. Hopped off the elevator, aiming at that lame lid. I ain't give a damn, yeah, Kim, I was gun-ho. Got this nigga home, and he passed me a hundo. Told him straight up, I ain't feeling him. Let me curb this nigga before I end up killing him. Now, Mace commented to Genius. Well, now, Mace explained his motivation in the SoundCloud description of the Oracle. He said, I let too much pass, and I was going to continue to let it pass, but when somebody don't stop, I had to just spank him one time. 
It was really the point when Cameron said he had to kill me. I let a lot of things slide. But when you start getting to the body harm aspect of it, I can't let that slide. That's really all it's about. And that's in reference to his reply to Cameron's diss on the program. Right. Play some of Mace's reply. Imagine 20 years with a bit of bitch in the same drama. Dame told you do the ish and you don't see Dame karma. K9 on your ass. No distraction. Please still what you wearing pink. Guess he think he matching. I'ma paint the picture, let the dig in, make the caption. Go bars, I'ma dig in, that's what really happened. You hear this tone, you know the Mac is in my seat. You see exactly what I see. You know my rap is not for free. You send them digging these up to the hill to trap me in the feet. You singing, what gonna be no backup bitch with me? Now, that was some of the Oracle. He says a lot of things on there, and he also breaks everything down uh, on Genius. So if you go to Genius.com, you can see what Mace is referencing in a lot of these disses. Now, Cameron responded with Dinner Time. Time to get the facts across. Ooh, I'm all for the jokes. Bundle up, get your coat. But I only go for the throat. I'm a chimney. I want to smoke. You done opened up a door. I'm petty, ready for war. I ain't got a sister. Only sister I fucked was yours. I know the bars off the program touch you. How you mad at me, though? You let Mr. Lloyd touch you. Do what you must do. Me, I'm getting my just do. But who you talking tough to? Blinky just snuffed you. Puffed you. you be seen in no binoculars. Passed you to 50. He was in popular. Then he took it back like a fly bitch that was popular. Get 42 still saying. Ain't no stop. Now, I personally like Cameron's dinner time, uh, but Mace did Mace's record does sound better not his record because that's the that's over uh Jay-Z's what's that the gift and the curse blueprint 2 I think it's called but I I listen I don't even know if I care that much like it was it's entertaining but then it's a part of me that's like yo both of y'all are too old for this and y'all been having this beef for over 20 plus years and y'all friends like go box or something like like arm wrestle thumb wrestle like pinch each other do something and I'm not saying that I want violence but I'm saying that if y'all are two best friends play one-on-one basketball do some, just do something to get over whatever issue it is that y'all got with each other. Well, even on social media, they still were taking jabs at each other. Now Cameron said, it's up. That's when he put the song up, Dinner Time. He said, hope y'all enjoy the facts. No fake sisters, just the dildos on your sink when you was living with Puff. The Corey Wright, Rock from Jefferson, and Blinky Blink slaps, etc. Now go back home to Florida. What are they beefing over again? Like, I'm really trying to figure out what they're... Like, I'm, I'm, I'm all jokes like, what are they beefing over? Like, because I, I didn't think that what Cam said was a diss, if that's what really happened. If Mace was in trouble in the streets, and he called Cam for help, and Cam and his boy pulled up, and then Mace only tried to give him $100, I can see why Cam is upset. All right, well, I guess according to the Oracle by Mace... He's saying that they just had this beef for over 20 years, and that's because back in the day, even Dame tried to get them to beef with each other. Man, why don't y'all arm wrestle? All right, well, let's see what you think. We got some people calling. Good morning. What's Who's up, this? Y'all? What's up? This is this, this LeBron. What up, LeBron? What's, What's up, up? Bron, Bron? Hey, yo, I feel, like, I feel like Mace, you know what I'm saying? It's good for him. He need to get this off his chest. What we need to do is we need to pray for him because, you know what I mean, I done heard him talking about this before. In the studio, I'm a musician out here, but I heard him talking about this before, you know what I'm saying? And they've been dealing with this uh, for a while, but they need to keep it on wax, you know what I mean? Right, and, and they have been, right? why, why would we pray for the pastor? Because he wants reset. He want to get through this. Like, I, I heard the man talking about this in the studio like 10 years ago. So why don't him and Cam just get on the phone and talk to each other? Be, be, because it's, I feel like it's an issue of, I Mace really feel like the nigga better than him, I feel like. And him is better than Mace. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> you talking about. He is better than Mace. I mean, I, as far as skills, you know what I'm saying? Like, he was talking about the basketball game back in the day. That, that Cam wasn't <laughs> passing the basketball. They're not over it. This is crazy. He's not over it. But that's why we need to pray for him. Well, they might have made up. Mace said, you're still my brother if you would like to be. This was just for bragging rights. No, nope, and they can't put the fist emoji and said, okay, okay, I hope you're still with this. So that's what they need to get to. Just a nice little friendly fist of cuffs, a little cuff off. Who do you think will win? Uh, Cam. I see Cam in the gym all the time. I, I can't speak for Mace, but Cam <laughs> works out. Cam's in, he's in shape. All right, well, we do want to see what y'all think about this whole beef of Cameron versus Mesa. Call us up, 1-800-585-1051. What's up? It's the Breakfast Club. DJ Envy is still on vacation. This guy needed an extra week. But right now, we are talking about Cameron versus Mace, the Oracle versus Dinner Time. What did you guys think about these diss tracks? Now, Charlamagne, you said you thought the Oracle was better. 
The Oracle is better, but I mean, I like Cam's Dinner Time. Like, I saw people saying how whack Cam's Dinner Time was, and I'm like, yo, this record is not whack at all. It's actually dope, but, you know, I think it's... My, my dude Van had, had a good analogy. He was saying uh, in boxing, if you go first, he said, he said you, you got to come out swinging hard first because the person that swings back at you, if they don't have a knockout blow, the person that started the initial confrontation that came out swinging hard is going to look like they won the round. And that's what it is in this situation. I feel like Mace's Oracle, it came out hard. It was a good record. It was solid. And, uh, you know, Cam had a reply, but it just didn't seem as good as Mace's uh, the Oracle record. Now, some things people were talking about is Cameron uh, responding to Mace saying that he slept with his own sister. Cameron doesn't have a sister. No, Does he? I don't think Cam has a sister. Are we sure? He said, I ain't got a sister. The only sister I F was yours. I mean, yeah, he said it right there in the record. He don't have a sister. I don't, I've never heard of Cam having any siblings, to be honest with you. I is he an only child? I don't know. We got to leave Stacey Beffa out of this. I man. don't know anything. Listen, I'm not even that entertained by this whole situation. It's All right, cool. well, let's see what the people think. Good morning. Who's this? Hello. Girl, you over there jamming. Yeah, yeah, Jimmy, y'all say. Uh, she on the way to Massage okay, Envy. I see how you You on the way to Massage Envy. You setting the tone. Turn you your radio down, You a good now, holiday. Okay. <laughs> Happy holidays to you. Now, Cameron versus Mace, dinner time or the Oracle, what do you think? I feel like it's a load of crap, and they all need, they both need to just chill out. It's not that serious. I was born in 91, and I love me some uh, Mace, and I feel like it's just too old and overrated to be beefing over something that nobody know what they beefing over. That's, I mean, it like, feel like they're trying to reheat cold French fries. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. Like Charlamagne said, out of all them years, y'all ain't fight for yet. It ain't that serious. Let yeah, it know. And y'all friends, friends can fight. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Friend, friends can pull up on each other and have a nice little friendly fisticuffs, a little kerfuffle. They should have been fought or something. So they never exactly. ever had no type of physical altercation? Not that I know of, but I mean, maybe they did and oh. we don't know. A lot of other people get dragged in too. When two people beef, other people get involved. Like they were talking about oh. You know, they're talking about Stace and Betha, a whole lot of people that had nothing to do with anything. I don't even know who the hell Stace and Betha is. That's Mason's twin sister. Oh. Mason, Betha, Stace and Betha. Let's take another call. Yo, what's going on? It's your boy Chris Miles. Dinner time with the Oracle. Talk to me, man. Oh, I'm going to tell you, man, the, the Oracle. I was messing with the Oracle, but Cam was funny on Instagram, and Cam's known for being funny. And it's sad because these guys are in their 40s, and what they got going on is more entertaining than all these other rappers. Right. I mean, listen. That's you what were I, entertained. I was entertained, but I don't know if I was entertained because of nostalgia purposes. Because it's another part of me that's like, yo, you guys are over forty, and y'all have y'all been knowing each other all of these years. Y'all been beefing for twenty years and never even thumb wrestled. Like, I'm a little torn. Like, I'm. Well, Mace is also a pastor. He can't get involved in things. Mace like ain't that. no pastor no more. I'm pretty sure Mace's He's pastorism not. has been revoked. <laughs> I don't know. Can you revoke people's pastorism? Maybe they couldn't beef because Mace has been a pastor for so long. So now he's... Mace has not been a pastor in at least a decade. How long ago did he join G-Unit? That was at least 10 years so ago. So he wasn't still a pastor then? I mean, I don't know what's going on with me. Are you always a pastor? Isn't he still pastorized? No, you can't still be pastor. He's not pastorizable. <laughs> All right. <laughs> now, the moral of the story is you can't reheat cold french fries. I'm entertained by the Maze Cameron beef, but I don't care. You know what I mean? All right. Do we'll you see. really care? You be honest. We'll see what happens next. I'll just say, do you really care? Well, care? I, was, I was on vacation, and I did listen to both songs. So I okay. cared enough to listen. Okay. So, mm. you know, that might, uh, you know. Well, salute know. to Maze. He got round one. I like Cam's dinner time, but the Oracle was just a tad bit better. It's a tad bit, but if they continue to go, they got another week. They like Thanksgiving leftovers. All right, not even a week. They got a, they got a few more is days. Is this good actually. for both of them though? Because now everybody's paying attention to see what they do next. Cam is fine. Cam has never not been relevant. Cam has always been active out here. It's not about being relevant, but it's Mace. still it's still good. Like you know, little beef. It's never hurt anybody as long as you keep it on wax. All right. You got room report coming? Yes, we are going to be talking about uh, another thing I saw while I was laid out on vacation in Montserrat. Russell Simmons and Brett Ratner accusations. We'll tell you what one model is saying about the two of them. They're saying Russell Simmons and Brett Ratner work at Massage Envy? What is going on here? They are not saying that. Wow. It's The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. It's about time. What's going on? Yeah. Is the rumor report with Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club? Well, a former model is now accusing Russell Simmons of forcing her to have sex with him while Brett Ratner watched and did absolutely nothing. Carrie Clausen Kaligi said she was 17 years old when this incident happened back in 1991. She was at Russell Simmons' apartment in New York City. She said she went there because 
They wanted to show her a music video that they had co-produced. Now, when they got there, she said that Russell Simmons aggressively removed her clothes. She said she asked Brett Ratner for help, but he did not respond. She said, I'll never forget the look on his face. In that moment, the realization fell on me that they were in it together. She said she did fight off the attempt at sexual intercourse, but he did force her into oral sex. She says she guesses she just gave in and did it. Then she said she went to take a shower when it was over, and that's when he briefly anally penetrated her before she managed to get him away from her. And Russell is saying all of this was consensual, right? Now, I'm going to get to what Russell said. Russell Simmons said that everything that happened was consensual. He said, as a longtime social activist, I have applauded the strength of the brave men and women who have spoken out over the past month and made their voices heard regarding sexual assault and harassment. I am a supporter of the hashtag MeToo campaign and the victims who were previously terrified to stand up and speak out against sexual misconduct. But he said he denies all these horrendous allegations of non-consensual sex against him with every fiber of his being. He said he does know Carrie and he remembers the weekend and he said that Everything that happened between us 26 years ago was completely consensual and with Carrie's full participation. Now, how do we navigate through these allegations, though? Because we there is going to be a point where we have to have the discussion about accusations and allegations. Because if somebody says that something happened, but then the other party says it didn't happen, what do we do? All right. Well, here is Carrie Clausen Kaligi. She actually uh, did an interview, and here's what she had to say. We've had a conversation about what happened where there was no dispute of what we were talking about. We were both talking about what happened on that night, and he actually apologized. What he's speaking about public, uh, privately with me is completely different than what's come out publicly. Should so- he say, she say, be enough uh, for people to be losing their livelihoods? the way that some people are. Well, if you read, I don't, did you read the whole LA Times article? It's really long. I mm-hmm. was on vacation. And I, I read was Russell's reading statement. It. Right, and I read his statement, and there were also allegations by uh, Tanya Reed, who was the hotel front desk clerk from back then. He said he doesn't recall that conversation that he had with her over the phone. And, you know, I think it's just, it is a difficult situation because a lot of women, things do happen and they don't come forward. But then there's some women who say things happened and it didn't happen that way, so it's hard to say. Yeah, so once again, how do we handle accusations and allegations? Uh, Especially when it comes to situations like this, when one party is saying, it, yes, it happened, the other party is saying, no, it didn't happen, it was consensual. Now, Terry Crews also tweeted a, a message between Russell Simmons and himself, because Terry Crews, as you all know, came forward to discuss uh, things that happened to him when he was actually uh, grabbed by an agent in his privates and... He posted the email that Russell Simmons sent to him. He said, did he ever apologize? Give the agent a pass. Now, Russell, that was dumb. Mind Asked your business. that he be reinstated. With great love, all things are possible. Now, Russell, that was stupid. You got to mind your business, Russell. Why are you coming to the defense of that agent? Right. For what? So, Is that agent coming to the defense of you right now? <laughs> Is anybody telling people that to take it easy him. on Russell? I'm just saying. <laughs> mind your business sometimes. All right. Now, let's discuss this whole Tamar Braxton and her mother, Evelyn Braxton, and Vince Herbert. And what's going on with the three of them? Now, Evelyn Braxton has been very vocal about saying that Vince was physically abusive toward her daughter. And in an interview with Sister Circle TV, here is what Evelyn had to say about an incident. I heard all of this noise. So I ran into the kitchen and I'm like, what is going on for God's sakes? And he was abusing her. She was trying to run. She was trying to get away. And I spoke to him and he turned on me. So I ran back to my room because the baby was in the bed with me. Of course. I was very much afraid for the baby because Mm -hmm. his whole... Demeanor had Oh my God, demeanor. And I put a chair behind the door and held that baby all night long. All right. Well, she also says that battered women are in denial and they're hoping that things would change or get better. It will not get better. I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. You're just going to have me over here sitting looking stupid. What? Oh, and uh, Charlamagne, now I know you got your donkey ready because I've been <laughs> I've been listening to you behind yes. the scenes, getting everything together. Yes, I do. I'm so, glad you asked. Who are you giving that donkey to? Uh, I, I guess we need Post Malone to come to the front of the congregation. I was sitting back thinking about some of the things that bothered me over the holiday week that I mm. didn't get a chance to address. And uh, he was one of those things. So we'd like for Post Malone to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a little word with him. All right. When we come back, donkey of the day with Charlamagne featuring Post Malone. On the Breakfast Club. Charlemagne, say the gang, donkey of the day. You are a donkey. <laughs> it's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day does not discriminate. I might not have the song of the day, but I got the donkey of the day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, <laughs> man, hit me with the heat. 
Yes, the breakfast club, bitches. Who's donkey of the day today? Ah, ah, a week off. A week off. I got... After a week off, I got to shake the rust off. Now, donkey of the day for Monday, November 27th, goes to Post Malone. Now, according to Wikipedia, Post Malone is an American rapper, singer, songwriter. I don't listen to Post Malone. Uh, I do enjoy that new record, Rockstar. That's what it's called, right? Yes. Uh, mostly for the beat, the hook, and 21 Savage verse. But I don't listen to Post Malone. Uh, I don't feel him. Never have, probably never will. He's just not my cup of mayonnaise. But I do enjoy the Rockstar record. Now, over the Thanksgiving break, I read an interview Post Malone did with Rolling Stone magazine. Now, here's the thing about interviews. You cannot like an artist and read an interview they did where they seem to be like a really nice person and based off them seeming like a nice person. You may go check out whatever it is they pushing. This Rolling Stone interview with Post Malone is not that. In fact, it's the opposite. I didn't have an opinion on Post Malone. He's been here a couple of times on The Breakfast Club. And contrary to popular belief, I don't dislike him. But after reading this Rolling Stone interview, not only is his music not my cup of mayonnaise, but neither is his personality. Now, I don't get into the whole culture vulture discussion. Hip-hop is a black art form. We all know that. Uh, it's, in it's inclusive to everyone. It's been that way for as long as I can remember. It's, it's always been a Beastie Boy. It's always been a third base of Eminem. It's always been white artists. All I want is for the white artists to be dope and to pay homage, okay? Don't profit off the culture and disrespect the culture. And that's exactly what Post Malone did in this Rolling Stone article. In fact, Posty says that if you're looking for lyrics, if you're looking to cry, if you're looking to think about life, don't listen to hip-hop. Don't take my word for it. Listen for the guy say it himself. If you're looking to cry, if you're looking to think about life, you know, don't listen to hip-hop. There's great hip-hop songs where they talk about life and they really spit that real But right now, you know, there's not a lot of people talking about so who you knows, like, whenever I want to cry, whenever I want to sit down and have a nice cry, I listen to some, like, Bob Dylan, but whenever I'm trying to have a good time, stay in a positive mood, I listen to him, I think it's funny. <laughs> no. Now, Post Malone is the same guy who had to apologize for an old Vine video in which he used the N-word. Uh, Rolling Stone also cites his 2015 Breakfast Club interview where a guy named Charlemagne the God asked him, what is he doing for the Black Lives Matter movement? Uh, can we hear that clip, please? What are you doing for the Black Lives Matter movement? I guess what I can do to help Black Lives Matter is I just keep making music. You know what I mean? I don't know. Got you. I don't, I don't know. I would have just said I, nothing. Yeah, you just say nothing. Now, now, Post admits his answer was insufficient. And in Rolling Stone, he says he wished he would have said, what are you doing for Black Lives Matter? Some sassy stuff to shut him up. Like, maybe my music's not the best, but I know I'm not a bad person, so you're just being a hater. Malone shakes his head. Charlemagne is not a good person. He hates me because I'm white and I'm different, but we're still rocking and we're still successful and he can't stop it. Rolling Stone reached out to Charlemagne the God for comment, and Charlemagne replied, I don't dislike Post Malone because he's white. I dis dislike Post Malone because he's whack, end quote. See, the thing with Post Malone, which I find ironic, is that when he told Rolling Stone, if you're looking for lyrics, if you're looking to cry, if you're looking to think about life, don't listen to hip-hop, he's describing himself, okay? He should have said, if you're looking for lyrics, if you're looking to cry, if you're looking to think about life, don't listen to Post Malone. Now, Posty was born in 95. Uh, I don't even have to bring up artists from my era to prove Post wrong. I can bring up artists from his era. You want lyrics, you want to cry, you want to think about life, listen to Kendrick Lamar. Listen to Chance the Rapper. Listen to J. Cole. Listen to Rhapsody. Listen to Cy High the Prince. Listen to Big Crit. Listen to Wale. Listen to Big Sean. Okay, Nipsey Hussle. In fact, listen to any and everything but Post Malone. See, I don't know who lied to Post Malone and told him that the music he is making is any better than the music he's telling people not to listen to, but... They lied to you, Post. And don't cast a wide net and say if you're looking for lyrics, if you're looking to cry, if you're looking to think about life, don't listen to hip-hop. That's a slap in the face to Scarface and Tupac and Outkast and Nas and Hove and Big and Ice Cube. I mean, countless artists who have made us do everything that you said hip-hop doesn't make us do. Now, just, you know, like when he used the N-word, he had to apologize for the statement that he made. Let's hear what Privileged Post he had to say. It was a beer-tasting interview, so they put a lot of beer in my face and asked me what kind of beer tastes good to me. So, you know, knowing me, I drank it. And mm. apparently I said that whenever you want to feel something, don't listen to hip-hop. It's funny because who the f*** am I to tell you don't listen to this? And whenever you want to feel exactly. something, don't listen to this. But, you know, what I was trying to say is that... A lot of people, except for a, a handful of artists, are saying the same shit. They're not saying anything super meaningful. Neither are you. 
What is he talking about? Blame it on the alcohol. Listen, young boy, a drunk person speaks a sober mind. Don't throw rocks and then hide behind the Bud Light cans, okay? That's how you really feel about the culture of hip-hop. That's how you really feel about our genre of music because you don't really respect it. You're only doing it because it's what's worked for you, all right? Don't think we don't remember back in 2016 when you tweeted, I don't make rap music. Okay, and don't think we forgot you in that video and Daisy Dukes singing that 80s song, mm-hmm. Why Don't You Love Me? Okay, but you put your hand in cornrows, you threw some gold in your mouth, you did a song called White Iverson, it worked for you, so now you're like, oh, let me stay in this lane for a while. Here's the thing, I'm a stern believer that if you don't like something, change it. And the way you change it is by being the change you want to see. So post if you want more lyrics. You want music that makes people cry. You want music that makes people think about life. Then go create it. But you can't because you're not capable of doing it because you're not as talented as you think you are. You got the nerve to say people in hip-hop aren't really saying nothing. Bruh, you not really saying nothing. You, 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 Post Malone, are exactly what you say you don't like about hip-hop. So either be the change you want to see in hip-hop or shut the hell up and keep getting your money. Because for you to call out hip-hop for not having lyrics just makes you a hypocritical-ass honky, a contradictory-ass cracker. So please give Post Malone the biggest hee-haw. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, thank you for that donkey of the day, Charlemagne. Man, you know, just getting back from uh, vacation. <laughs> That's all. All right. Just getting back into the swing of things. Well, speaking of vacation, mm-hmm. I know a lot of us were eating crazily, seeing family, doing all of that over mm-hmm. the holiday. We're all trying to get back on our grind, right? Yes. I got my green juice right here, right now with me. Uh, so, I know one big major question is, when is it time to get rid of those leftovers? We still haven't. I, I know good and well it's Monday. There should be nobody eating leftovers. Yeah, because uh, Thursday... Thanksgiving was Thursday. The food was cooked on Wednesday. There's <laughs> no reason to be eating leftovers on Monday. So, how long can you eat leftovers for? I think they done on Thursday. That's just me personally. I feel That's like not leftovers. That's the food fresh. That, it shouldn't be nothing left over. If the food was really that good, everybody should eat, take the gold plates home. You might get something off the next day. After that, it's a wrap. So it's after done, Friday, done. no more. It's done. Not even if done after Friday. Completely. I feel like certain things can no, hold out a little longer no, than that. No, 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 no. All right. Well, I want to hear what you guys have to say. When do you stop eating Thanksgiving leftovers? It should have been done. It's Monday. Do you still have some stuff wrapped up in the freezer? If you're still eating leftovers on Monday from Thanksgiving, you don't care about life. Somebody's trying to kill you in your house. 800-585-1051. Let us know what your thoughts are on The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. What's up? It's The Breakfast Club. Welcome back, everybody, from your holiday weekend. And since it was the holiday weekend, I know y'all had a lot of leftovers, right? Charlamagne, you said you've been eating leftovers until when? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't eat leftovers on Friday. I feel like the, I food, love Friday the food is cooked on Wednesday and Thursday. You eat on Thursday. Matter of fact, on Friday, we went to my aunt's house because my aunt is an amazing cook and she's a Jehovah Witness, so she don't do the Thanksgiving thing. So Friday, we had like fried fish and fried shrimp. We already had moved on. I didn't have no Thanksgiving leftovers. I don't think you should have leftovers after Friday. That's it. Okay, I don't know if I agree with that. I was actually away. I was in Montserrat in the West Indies, and we did have a big dinner with everybody, and I was eating those leftovers until I left Saturday morning. (laughs) Oh, Why? Cause they usually made it Thursday. Saturday morning is not a o'clock. stretch though. Monday, if you still eating, if you go home today and you still eating turkey and stuffing and macaroni and cheese. See, I didn't have turkey. You know what I had? I had curry chicken. I had jerk chicken. We had. So um, you ain't had no Thanksgiving. That was our Thanksgiving. We were in the West Indies. You was at a Jamaican's house. That's no, all that was. I was in the West Indies, oh. not in Jamaica. I was in Montserrat. And, I mean, that's what we were eating out there. I had yams. I had all kinds of stuff. I, I am a fan of leftovers. I ain't eating no six-day-old yams, bruh, bruh. It wasn't six days. Mm-mm. It was just two days. Mm-mm. But I want to see what you guys have to say about leftovers. Good morning. Who's this? <laughs> Good morning. It's Will from Brooklyn. What up, Will? So when do you get rid of those Thanksgiving leftovers? Um, actually, I still got that turkey sandwich in the bag this morning for lunch. Wow. Now, by the way, that ain't, that ain't, ain't nothing wrong with that because you're remixing it. You know what I'm saying? That's a remix. When you take the turkey and you're using the meat for sandwiches, that's different. That ain't Thanksgiving dinner. But I don't know, well, how, gotta, long, how long you can you wait. keep turkey in the fridge? Nah, this is this, this the cutoff there. Usually it'd be Sunday, but today I need that turkey. So you stressed it out. Wait all year. Hold all on, year let me look turkey. this up. <laughs> how long does turkey stay good? All right, good luck, man. I hope you're not on the toilet. Oh, it says three to four days in the fridge for that turkey. And the gravy is only good for one to two days, just so y'all know, okay? <laughs> good morning, who's this? Leah. 
Leah, how long are you eating those Thanksgiving leftovers? Um, I agree with Charlamagne. Friday is done. Like, you know, Thursday after we come back from shopping or whatever, eat some more. But Friday, if you don't eat by noon, I'm cleaning everything out the refrigerator. Oh, that's noon. too soon. No, that's it's not. Soon. No, it's not. Noon is really real. Because I feel noon, like on like, Thursday, Thursday you shouldn't have no fool up in the house anyway. If you got bad, mad people at your house, you should be giving out the go plates. Yeah, but you know what? Exactly. My family, when they come over, everybody brings so much food. We always have way too much food. The only thing that we have left over is the dessert. I'm Puerto Rican and Dominican, even the rice goes. Like rice, everything is out. The only thing we will have left over is like the dessert. Yeah, no, we have way too much food. And I, I get rid of everything I don't want to keep, but certain things I keep because I know I'm going to eat it for two days. All right, 1-800-585-1051. We are talking about leftovers. Don't be bougie. Stress that food out. And let me tell you something. When we have leftovers at home and I go out the next day, I be thinking all day I can't wait to get home and eat my leftovers. Not me. I won't even eat when I go out because I know I got leftovers. Not in the when it comes to Thanksgiving leftovers. Thanksgiving leftovers too he- too heavy to be eaten. All right, well, it's the Breakfast Club. What's up? It's the Breakfast Club, and we are talking about Thanksgiving leftovers. How long do you stretch it out and eat those leftovers? Charlemagne says one day. One Max. day, and and I'm gonna be honest with you, really, really a half a day because mm-hmm. I feel like on Thursday you're supposed to eat. Everybody leaves with their to-go plates. You get home and you may have it for like an early dinner, like four, five, four o'clock, five o'clock, maybe even lunch. After I've been stuff for two days, but I'm a, a, a um, person that eats out of habit. Like I could eat the same thing every single day and have no problem with it. Especially because I don't normally Ugh. eat turkey and stuff like that. But it says here for storing Thanksgiving leftovers, you have three to four days to store that turkey in the fridge. Well, the thing is, man, Thanksgiving leftovers are too heavy. Like, they're not like other stuff when you go out to a restaurant at, you know, and then the next day you got something left over. Like, you can't be just eating Thanksgiving two and three days in a but row. But turkey's not really heavy. Me. I mean, hell, yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's see what you think. Good morning. Who's this? Uh, this is Matthew from the 434. We don't throw the Thanksgiving food away until it starts stinking or it got mold oh, on it. That's, that's how we disgusting. do it. All right, that's horrible. Where you, you, where you say you're from? From VA, man. Virginia, man. At, that, at least put it in the freezer. But I'm saying, what I'm saying is in the refrigerator, so if it starts stinking after the refrigerator and all that, then you know you got to throw it away. Oh, I don't wait till it starts stinking now. That's disgusting. You get man, sick if you eat that. People in Africa eat that stuff. Come on now. How you know what they eat? Look, people in Africa and everywhere else are starving. I'm not saying eat it while oh it's stinking, but if it starts to stink, throw it away. Man, if you don't have a blessed day, <laughs> go on, go on somewhere, man. Here. You can't, you can't get what? to the point. You can't get to the point where the food's so bad that you can't even pray over it. Then get, then get mad the at mold. God when you get sick. I, well, I bless my food. Wait till the mold grows. <laughs> Good morning. Who's this? Ah, uh, this is Marquis. Marquis, how long do you keep your Thanksgiving leftovers? Friday, it's over, man. Can't do that with it as bougie as hell. No, don't nobody want to be eating nothing for four days. I agree with you, sir. You said one day. There's a big difference between one day and four days. If your family from where my family from, the South, then they start cooking on Tuesday. By the time Friday comes, over. It's a wrap. Friday, nah, listen, Friday around some, three, four o'clock, it's over. If I had it's some yams in my fridge, I'll be going home today to go eat those. I'll be so excited. Oh. Come on, yeah, you can't do that, yeah. That's I lo- Listen, I live. Uh, I love some leftovers. I love a doggy bag. Yeah, the next, the leftovers is the next day. The day after that, that's just I don't know what to call it. I, I keep I mine till Saturday. I do a good two days. That's my range. Nah, I can't do that. <laughs> Thanks for calling. Good morning. Who's this? And how long do you keep your Thanksgiving leftovers? I keep my Thanksgiving leftovers until Sunday. I mean, it can go no. Friday, but. But then, you know, ain't nobody going to be standing up on their feet and then all of a sudden it's gone that day or the next day. No, no, no. I cook enough to where I can get a break for a couple of days. My feet hurt. You don't think that I want that food to be gone the next day? Well, here's no, the thing. I need a break. If you got enough people. You're Charlemagne. I agree with you with a whole lot of things. But no, not this. You are not getting it. I'm sorry. That's if, right. I feel you, girl. You, I'll keep mine till Sunday, too. Man, that stuff can be all hard Sunday's by Sunday. That stuffing and that mac and cheese be all hard by Sunday. You got to keep it no, in the microwave. Don't, no, don't, because whoever cooking your mac and cheese and your stuffing, that, the dance is hard. Mine don't. It's nice, still nice and fresh and moist until Sunday. Yes, definitely have two-day-old mac and cheese. And if you have rice and you got to put that in the microwave, just sprinkle a little water on it. It'll soften it so right my, up. <laughs> just sprinkle a little water on it. That's well, you know you do do that, but you know, <laughs> rice is easy to make. You got a rice cooker, cook some new rice. We could do with the rice. We could throw the rice away. <laughs> but the mac and cheese and the stuffing and everything else and the collard greens, it, it tastes better the next day. I'm no, sorry. The next day. Though. You said Sunday. The next day, yes. Yeah, I mean, it, it tastes better the 
better the next day and the next day. No, they don't. Every day it tastes better. Have a blessed day, baby. Uh, all right. Well, I guess what's the consensus here? Listen, the consensus is people going to make sure that their money don't go to waste. So they not going to waste a goddamn thing when it comes to food. Me personally, I'm not eating leftovers after Friday. That's just me, though. All right. Well, I'll stick it through till Saturday, maybe Sunday. All right. You got the room report coming up next? <laughs> yes, we are going to be talking about who got arrested for domestic violence. We'll tell you who that person is. Also, Dwayne Johnson, remembering when his family couldn't afford Thanksgiving. All right. All that and more coming up on The Breakfast Club. Just oh, you get, get a little stretch in there? Just getting back after a week's vacation, man. Trying to get, get back into a the swing A week wasn't things. enough for everybody, though. Because Envy needed another week. Well, congratulations to him. <laughs> now, you, we got Ni- we talking about Naira Rivera? Mm-hmm. Okay. Listen all the gossip, gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela, Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Well, you know her formerly from Glee and also for being engaged to Big Sean. Now she's married to Ryan Dorsey. Naya Rivera, she was arrested and she's been charged with misdemeanor domestic battery after she got into an alleged altercation with her husband on Saturday night. They were in West Virginia. Now a deputy responded to a domestic violence complaint. And he did have minor injuries consistent with his claims. And he also had a video that he took during this alleged incident. So she was arrested and released on a $1,000 bond and picked so up by Naya her father-in-law. Rivera beat up her husband and got arrested for it? Allegedly, yes. Drop on the clues bombs for equality. I am all for equality, damn it. Okay. I mean, it's bad. They were on a walk with their two-year-old son, so obviously the son was there when this happened. It's never good when significant others hit on each other, okay? But At it's very all. rare, very rare that you hear a woman hitting on a man and getting arrested for it, okay? And the good thing for him is that he videotaped it, oh. so he was able to show the police exactly what happened. I'm all for equality, baby. All right, now, 2 chains. Of course, you remember when he did those trap houses, the pink trap houses, when he did Pretty Girls Like Trap Music? Well, a lot of people didn't get a chance to take a picture in front of that pink house front, but uh, now he has another thing happening. He has a new pink house for the holidays. It's called Hashtag Trap Wonderland. Here is 2 Chains announcing it on Instagram and also on the news. The Trap Wonderland opened for business for the next five weeks. We were there when 2 Chains made the announcement. I wanted to do something as far as, you know, giving back to my community, so I thought this was a good idea. And 2 Chains says this is his way of giving back to the community to give the community something to look forward to this Christmas season. All right, so it's really nice. There's some candy canes uh, on the streets. They're playing basketball. People are just really getting into the holiday spirit. That'd be dope. Instead of snow, you have cocaine. No, that's not dope. Cocaine sprinkles. All right, now Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, remembers when his family couldn't afford Thanksgiving dinner. He said, as my mom pointed out earlier in the day, there was a time back in 87 when we couldn't even afford Thanksgiving dinner and was praying someone would invite us over their house to eat. We were in a tough spot back then, but we got through it. So he's always talked about his, you know, tough upbringing and things that he went through. Very humble early on. He said he knows what it's like to live paycheck to paycheck and wonder how you're going to pay the rent. Well, The Rock is a prime example that trouble don't last always. Yeah, definitely doesn't. He's doing pretty okay out here in these streets. Yeah, he's got no issues. All right. Well, uh, Donald Trump versus... Tyrese. Tyrese. (laughs) Hey, drop on the clues bombs to Tyrese. I see Tyrese over there in Dubai living it up. Now, let's talk about equality. A couple weeks ago, Tyrese was saying he was broke. Now he's in Dubai. Is it safe to say he's over there getting peed and dookied on by some sheik? Why would you say that? Because <laughs> that's what we say about Instagram models when we know they're broke and we see them living it up in Dubai. Tyrese must be doing the same. I don't think that's what he's doing out there. <laughs> he was at the Formula One races, right? You yeah, I'm looking at. I'm now looking at his page. Uh, so a sheik, I thought he's been quiet. A sheik invited him to the Formula One races for a little dookie action later. Stop it. <laughs> he's with his wife out there. Okay, they're in Abu Dhabi. I don't like you being. This is don't be. Don't have double standards, G. He's with his wife. <laughs> he may not be with her twenty four hours a day. Okay, somebody got to pay for that trip. All right. Huh? Anyway, Donald Trump versus Levar Ball. Now the two of them have been going back and forth, and Donald Trump really, really wanted Levar Ball to thank him for getting his son Leangelo Ball and two other UCLA teammates out of China after they shoplifted. Now, he said it wasn't the White House, it wasn't the State Department, it wasn't Father LeVar's so-called people on the ground in China that got his son out of a long-term prison sentence. It was me. Too bad LeVar is just a poor man's version of Don King, but without the hair. Just think. Oh, God. 
He said, LeVar, you could have spent the next five to ten years during Thanksgiving with your son in China, but no NBA contract to support you. But remember, LeVar, shoplifting is not a little thing. It's a really big deal, especially in China. Ungrateful fool. <laughs> this guy is so crazy. Now, LeVar Ball, of course, is just excited at the fact that his sneakers are selling. I guess they shipped out, right? Didn't they? Well, I ain't got my slides yet. I think they just uh, shipped out. Weren't they supposed to go out like right before Thanksgiving? Oh, okay. Well, I should be getting or my right slides after. I forget the date. I think it was the 24th maybe it was out. But anyway, here's what LeVar Ball had to say. It doesn't Come take much now. to say thank you. Why won't you say thank you to the president? Well, if somebody does something for you, then you say thank you. Somebody did now, something for you. That's your opinion say that he's you. done for me? Okay. I would say thank you if he would have put him on his plane and took him home. But I'm not going to go out and be like, you know, uh, if a, a person doesn't say something to me or for me, uh, I'm not going to tweet. I'm not going to do all that. But you for do. What? I mean, is it do, that big you, of a deal? You do feel. But, it, but is it that big of a deal, though? I agree with him, man. If you're going to do something for somebody, do it out the goodness of your heart. Don't do it right. because you're looking for somebody you to say thank you. And you want some gratitude from that person. Like, the validation should be in the fact that, you know, you did something positive, and that should be that. Yeah, I guess everything shipped out on Friday, so you should be getting yours soon. Oh, I'm going to be in here with my BBB slides <laughs> on. You ain't got to worry about that now. I know you can't wait. Now, one person thinks that LeVar Ball should think Trump, and that person is Master Pete. Here's what Master P had to say. I just say, man, just be thankful that your kids are safe. They're not in prison. He has something to do with your kid getting home. So, you know, right is right, wrong is wrong. I'm, am I missing something? No, the kids did apologize to Trump, though. All three kids apologized to Donald Trump when they did. I mean, not apologize. They said, said thank, thank you, you to Donald Trump when they did that press conference. So I don't. What's the problem? I guess he wants Levar Ball to. Why does Levar got to say I thank know. you? The kid, Levar wasn't in jail. <laughs> They said thank you already. They said that's that's on behalf of the whole Ball family. Thank you for getting us out of j jail, Mr. Trump, and keep it moving. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor reports. What are you supposed to do now? That's it. The show. Oh yeah, the People's Choice we mix. We got to no, do the you. mix. And you want me to do it? I would love for you to do the. I want to do a Yee mix, but Envy is such a hater. He will never let me do this Yee mix again. He's not a hater. I'm not gonna lie. It was popping when I did it. He's just he's listen. It's called job security. Let me leave a little mix. You know what I'm saying? To make sure that nobody else can take my position. He's in Bora okay? Bora, mixing from Bora Bora. He's in Bora Bora what? Mixing from Bora Bora. It's I want to know. It's you the Bora Bora all mix. All I'm saying is, all I'm saying is this. We did Change for Change on Thursday. <laughs> we raised a lot of money. I don't know what the grand total is yet. It was over $700,000 in 18 hours for the yes. Gathering for Justice movement. Great thing. And then the next week, you and Envy skipped off to an island. Okay. And I had this trip planned for five months. It was a birthday present from my mom. All right now. And it's been paid for. I'm I got just our make, flights I'm just way in advance. Sure. But I will say, anybody that wants to travel to Montserrat, because I had a lot of people hit me up, they never heard of it, or mm -hmm. they, you know, didn't know much about the island, you definitely can go there and rent a whole villa, and it's very inexpensive. Yes. You could rent a house for like $2,500 for a month. Really? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> they have some. I, I was looking online at different rentals that you can have. Mm. So I'm saying, I had a nice four-bedroom, four-and-a-half-bathroom ba four house. It was not that expensive at all. Well, go ahead with your bad self. Well, Lisa, you, Come you, to Montserrat. Did you pay the same amount of money that Tyrese is paying for Dubai? I did not have to yeah, do anything strange for some right. change. Nobody had to dookie on you <laughs> for you to get your trip. All right. Okay. And I'm not saying that's what happened to Tyrese either. <laughs> That's I'm going to get that rumor going today. Stop it. Tyrese is in Dubai getting dookied on by a sheik. He was just broke two Enough, weeks ago. Let's get into the People's Choice Mix. Anything you want to hear, hit up DJ Envy right now at DJ Envy. Let him know what you're going to hear, and I bet you that it will oh, go the man. same way it would if he was here. Yes, it's the Breakfast Club. <laughs>